Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. How you guys doing? My name is Sunny Aigbe. Welcome to A Ball and His Dream podcast, episode number four. I have a special guest in the house today. I can't wait to tell you more about them and what they do and what excites them. I have on my left my very good friend, Emmanuel Sali. He's an entrepreneur, a strong black man. He lifts with a lot of weights, right? He lifts a lot of weights, weight. yeah. Boy, so this dude has a heart, and I can't wait to tell you more about it. Have him, have him introduce himself and tell you more about his business. And on my left here, we have LaSalle Garcia. LaSalle Garcia is a student of uh, Bachelor of Science in Nursing in Phila University of Philadelphia. And she happened to be one of our a born his dream recipient. I am privileged to be in your premise <laughs> today. You. Thank you. Welcome to the podcast. I say, Podcast. You see, I always make things f have fun. You know, when you have fun doing Get things, you achieve more. I can't be serious all the time. But no. I get serious only when I'm getting things done. You know, so tell me a little bit about yourself, my boy. Man, so <laughs> first of all, my name is Emmanuel Sally. I am, first of all, I want to say thank you. Before thank you. For, thank you for putting me on here. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be in your presence. Mm. It's a pleasure meeting you. It's a pleasure that. being here. Uh more importantly, I am Emmanuel Sally. I'm born and raised a Chicago native, out just outside of Maywood, oh. Illinois. Mm -hmm. um, I'm super stoked to be here. Um, one part of me brought me here is that understanding that we, I got love and a lot of love in my heart that I want to share with everybody and be able to express that and show that my love that I show to everybody is a little bit different from everybody else's mm -hmm. because I am unique and I am here. Um, I'm a man of faith. I'm a father of faith. I'm a community Community, I love my community, I love my people, and I love my people of Chicago, all far parts of it, from the north side, south side, west side, and east side, as well as downtown. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I cannot wait to start nailing it question by question, mm -hmm. inspiration by inspiration. So the reason why for this episode is to bridge the gap between everyone in Chicago, whether black, white, brown, Hispanic, whatever you think you are, there's a huge division right now in Chicago, the hate. The level of hate right now is so high, and the level of love is so low. We are working endlessly to make sure that we bridge those gaps. And again, standing as an individual entity with differences, I don't look like you, bro. Even though no. we think we are black, but we don't look alike, so no, we're we different. I don't look like you, ma'am. We are so different from different ethnicity, from different backgrounds. I was born in Africa culture. In Africa, you were born in African culture here in the United States. Yes. There's a lot of cultural differences. And all these differences has created a lot of difficulties and a lot of misunderstanding. And there's, there's a lot of narrative. There's a lot of procession placed on individual. There's a lot of crisis, racial crisis in the city. And because of that... We're not doing good business, and that's affecting growth and development, economic growth and development in our community, mostly affecting the underprivileged community because everyone is affected by what's going on right now. All right? So I brought you here today because you have strength. Mm -hmm. You now have a story of strength that you're sharing to empowering people. You're coming from a very badass, underprivileged mm -hmm. adversity that has affected you mm -hmm. over long period of time until we met and one thing I did was to speak to you in love yeah. and that was strange to you yeah. that was foreign yeah. and you're like man what's this dude doing yeah. and you you shook my hand you didn't even give me the eye contact because you didn't trust me yeah. because someone they, you've seen you heard and you've seen so many things something related to such energy in the past that disappointed you so you didn't trust me yeah. and I continued the same pattern showing love every day I see for four years until 
you called me up one day. I think it was a chest message you sent. You said, yeah. I love you. I yeah. said, but why? You said, because you, I said it to you four years ago. You just not been able to return that. Yes. Then I said, why didn't you receive it back then? Because you said you didn't know what it is. Yes. You didn't know what it was. It was too good to be real. Yeah. And what created that mindset for you because of what you've been through in the past? Can you tell me where you're coming from? Yeah. So, um, for lack of better words, I grew up in the hood. Um, my environment was you were taught to be tough, and in, in the process of being tough, you had to you had to toughen your heart in order to sustain or have some type some type of vision of moving outside of where you are. You had, uh, I had to learn how to to grow up without a grow up without a father. Uh, my mother's and drugs, you know, going back and forth. That that part of like that part of my past is so 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 far off-putting from where I'm at right now that I don't even like an addressing, but I must have said that it it, it 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 created me to be who I am now. The past was consisting of just broken homes and just broken people creating more broken people and broken environments where you see the streets and everything about us and around us was broken, where you, you didn't have proper running water, you didn't have a proper home, where the doors didn't open, and you, you, you just had a lot of just brokenness and people weren't accepting it. And that brokenness I carried, no matter what environment I went into, I carried that brokenness with me that stopped me from being and seeing the opportunity of just seeing the overall love that's around me to learn how to really love the people that's around me. Mm -hmm. um, it took a lot of years to recognize and see what love was. Mm -hmm. It took a lot of time to see to how it feel and even recognize it. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's like uh, a, a, a baby learning how to walk. It was kind of like, this is foreign. I'm used to crawling, but now I'm learning how to walk. And that's when I was saying, I, hey, now that I'm able to walk or understand and feel it emotionally, mm -hmm. I want to share that and return that back. Mm -hmm. um, it was like a lot of just, the past was a lot of just hurt. Hurt mm -hmm. on top of hurt on top of hurt on top of hurt that was not even brought um, brought directly towards me or I seen directly, but it was just directly inside my heritage, inside my gener generations behind me mm -hmm. that we just pushed forward and thought it was normal. This is not normal. That is not normal. The amount of pain that we sustain is not normal. And then that. learning how to understand and, and, and work and live in that pain. Mm -hmm. I decided to take up something called yoga. Mm -hmm to help me alleviate the pain in my body. Mm -hmm. That pain in my body allowed me to alleviate the pain in my mind, mm -hmm. help me alleviate the pain in my heart. Mm -hmm. So it allowed me to start seeing that, hold on, my heart doesn't be so hard and so hardened. Mm -hmm. It could be open, it be soft, it could be pliable. Mm -hmm. And inside that, my mind said, hold on, my heart, my heart is the soil of my life. If I open up the soil and move in that soil, let that soil be fertile and let it be moving, my life can grow to be better. And it was like certain people, like Sonny, Sonny used to say all the time, man, yo, I love you. And I used to hear I love you, and I didn't even know the word love. I heard the word love. You see it all the time, but people say I love you, but you don't trust a person to say I love you immediately if they don't know you. Mm -hmm. Then it's kind of like, well, I love you. Then it's understand I am a person. So since I'm a person, I deserve love. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, and for a long time, I didn't feel like I deserved the love. Mm -hmm. And I said, I thank you for doing that, because what you did was open a door just peeked a little crack of light inside of a way of love. And I want to say thank you for that. And thank yeah. you for being a recipient. Thank you for accepting it. Yeah. And one thing is to offer, a second is to receive. Mm -hmm. So if I offer you an opportunity, you're not able to receive it, how are you going to grow with that opportunity? You probably might not even be able to recognize it as an opportunity. And that's going to take me to what exactly is going on right now in our community, especially the um, black and brown, mm -hmm. um, white. You know, there's a lot of... Big segregation, uh, no trust, 
and opportunities on the other side. As we see, there's a huge opportunity on the other side. You understand, you know, uh, some specific white has the upper hand. Yeah. Black is struggling to catch up. Brian is struggling to catch up. So I brought you guys here today so we will continue to discuss the problem and a possible solution to resolving the problem so we all can unite together and do good business yeah. and be in peace. So what I see happening is that we're angry because we don't have the skill set. Sometimes we don't have the skill set. And we don't also think that others are going to trust us enough to be accept us for who we are. But then we have the barrier, which is the anger in us, mm-hmm. and the cultural differences in us that are telling us that in our head. And would you tell me that most out of time, nine out of, nine out of time, it's not the problem itself, it's us, it's the people who seeing the problem? Because I'm living in, I'm not saying that it's so easy to do business out there as a black man and coming from Africa. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that if you have this skill set and you position yourself properly and you become trusted over time, and I'm saying that you will get one business out of 100, that's all, what you need anyway. Yeah to be able to go back to the community and start improving and start growing. I wish everyone can just think and start trusting and start trying instead of running away and just pointing finger thinking that all oh, that race is the problem. It's, it's, it's tough to have people talk about how they feel if they can't even trust their own feelings. True. Uh, especially as, this would be real, as black men or as men, plaintiffs, as men in general, mm-hmm. we're told to repress our feelings. Don't be emotional. Don't understand your feelings. Your feelings don't matter. It's the actions and what you do that matters. Mm-hmm. It's where you, how about others? What can you do for me? That matters. But hold on. I'm doing these things for you, but I have feelings behind it that I'm not addressing. Mm. And since I'm not addressing those feelings, I can't really be myself fully. Mm-hmm. So if I can't be myself fully, how can if I how about this? If I can't if I can't accept my own feelings, because I was told they don't exist, Does but it's a part of me that, that this 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 exists, it's a part of me that exists. True. I'm not addressing. So I'm not being my full self. Does that does those feelings make you become very close-minded? Very, it closes you off because it closes you off to yourself. I see that because once often when we're very close minded, we're not opening door for opportunity, and no. we've seen everyone to be like foreign, we're, we're different from different race. They're not going to help me. I'm close minded. I can't do business with you because you're different. You know, until we start talking about that, you watch the way I move. You told me that, man, dude, I love the way you move. I said, what, what do you mean by that? I said, man, you're so open minded. I think that's the only opportunity that we can create for self. Yeah. And then we can pass that on for our gen- to our generation. The youth, they need to know that we need to start coming together as one. We need to start learning the skill set to do business and be respectful. And we need to start positioning ourselves. Well, just because you're an entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to wear short. You cannot just say because, oh, they're all brown or white, staying in there, they're not going to give you an opportunity. Approach them. Yeah. Be presentable. Have the right skill set. Answer a basic question and ask for help. Yeah. And I think we can do more of that. Thank you so much for coming to this program. I want to see, I wanted the community to see where you're coming from mm-hmm. and what you do to improve yourself and the value that you have and how we can use that to um, motivate and inspire this because this is what we're doing this for, inspiration. And um, thank you, y'all. You, you, I, you, 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 you helped me to see myself. The moment I was able to see myself and experience myself and learn how to love myself and understand that, that, that myself, I was able to see the different aspects of myself, see myself how I felt from my position and see myself from a perspective of how you see me. And then it's how everybody else see me. Mm. 
And a lot of people, based off my skill set, my skill as an entrepreneur, as a, as a personal trainer, inside personal training, you got to learn how to, how to motivate the people. You got to learn how to see the people. I got to learn how to relate to my clients. Really I got to learn. Relatable, yeah. And the best part about it was I had to learn how to love my clients. Mm-hmm. Because my, I have to learn how to love the people. Because it can that see through me. your heart. They can tell. Yeah. They can feel it. If you're not be able to present that, you cannot retain them. Yeah. God bless you. And again, you should hold that talk quickly. I'm gonna come back to you. And I'm gonna get back to Lucille. How you doing? Thank you know, good. I was Thank ignoring you. you. This, this is just so so powerful that it's I needed important. to focus on that real quickly. Sometimes you just have to like focus in the moment to be able to see something fruitful out of it. We're so fast in a, from a moment. We just like hop on it. We haven't even made an impact. We're out. <laughs> so it's not sustainable. So I wanted that to be sustainable, so I focus on that. Again, forgive me for wasting too much time. No, it's Again, okay. I'm going to ask you. So you're one of the recipients for a born his dream, and you coming from also your parents are immigrant? Yeah. Yeah, and it's just a little, lot of struggle to get started. You Sometimes you'll wonder, can you even do it? You have self-doubt. But you made a decision to do it. And that was a choice that you made. And then tell me how you got to learn about a boy and his dream and what the relationship of boy and his dream and the impact that boy and his dream have created yeah. for you. So my name is Asa Fares Garcia, and I attend the University of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And um, previous to that, I attended uh, Westinghouse College Prep, which is a high school on the west side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I learned through a boy of his, of his dream uh, foundation through Westinghouse. Mm-hmm. And they have a really close um, mm-hmm. partnership with Breakthrough. So Breakthrough they, all, they really, okay. they really, Wesley House, Breakthrough yeah, yeah. Ministry. They really promote it. So that's how I heard about it. And then um, I had another friend who is also a recipient, um, Ethan. Um, he, he also applied. So we were in communication about applying. And I just felt like the program spoke to me, your message, what this foundation really is about, trying to help uh, black and brown students or any students really to get to uh, college. And I'm a first generation student, so mm-hmm. none of my uh, family or my parents uh, have attended college, nonetheless even leave Illinois to, to attend college. So it's, it's my first time and I'm really grateful. And it's had a great impact on me. Um, going to the high rises, eating um, dinner there, getting our words there. It's something different, something that I'm not used to. It's, it's not where I'm at um, usually. And so getting out of my comfort zone and being in those places where you learn different things from different people, networking and stuff like that. Opportunity, Opportunities. Opportunities. Huh? Um, it's really important, and I'm really grateful for that. And then... Also getting my mentor, Alexandria, she's been great, um, always helping me. I remember when I was in Philadelphia studying, um, she always uh, reminded me to stay calm, my monthly check-in. So it's been a great help just to get me there and not only get me to college, but get me through college, mm-hmm. which I feel like is very important. Thank you so much. You know, I, I myself, I'm, I'm an immigrant. My children are going to be the first uh, children of an immigrant here in the um, United States of America. Uh, I know what I have to do to get here. I know what I have to do to naturalize, become a United States citizen. I know they do the, the price I have to pay to pave way for my children and for the Chicago community and for my country, Nigeria, because we're doing the same program there in Nigeria, installing playground, packing feed, food to feed on the privileged children. I know what my goal is. Together with my team, we know where we're going. We want to build a sustainable legacy program that's going to help children, youth become so powerful and see self worth and self-esteem, boost their self-esteem so they can become valuable and become useful to the society. That's what we are. You could have given up. You could just say, my father struggled as an immigrant. I'm just going to settle. But you didn't want to settle. You want to shoot for a star. You want more. That's what we've come to create because I never saw love, care, supervision, 
acceptance. Those things left me when I was born. Because those things left me, those values that left me, I recreating it right now and passing on to youth, everyone who's struggling, who is in the same position that I was when I was little, so that they don't have to go through what we go through. You go through a problem so that the next generation wouldn't have to go through it. That's how we step forward. And I want to thank you. Thank and you. And again, being through that, just knowing that we can do it, that's what we created that program. And what we did was create a scholarship program, mentoring program, follow-up program, accountability program, and all kinds of program to help you become better so you can be better than us, so that you can help create a better next generation. And you took it. Very soon you're going to become a nurse, you know, not just a nurse from a local college but for a very reputable university. You make that choice. We're just a tool for you, and we're just an opportunity for you. You took it. One thing is to offer someone an opportunity. The second thing is for the individual to accept it. Some people have been offered. They don't accept it. What message do you have to those children running the street right now, robbing, stealing, lying, dropping out of school, you know, just having early child babies, you know, indulging in all kinds of behavior that they're not supposed to be doing other than embracing true quality education because there are so many resources out there available. What message do you have to those children on the street right now? They are girls. They are boys. They are confused. They refuse to change. And here are you doing the change. What message? I think it is very difficult. Um, it's We live in a society where a lot of the times we point fingers, and it's very hard for the youth to attain those opportunities. It's very hard for them to even just see them because I feel like that's where we struggle, making them see those opportunities. I know for me... Um, when I saw it, I took it, but the problem for the youth is seeing them, being able to provide it to them, being able to show it to them. So my message would just be to stay engaged and like we were talking about earlier, stay passionate about what Correct. you want to do, stay mm -hmm. passionate about your goals. A lot of the times we get so many no's, you start double thinking, you start second doubting yourself. And the truth is that you have it in you all this time. It's just, it's trying you, it's challenging you to see uh, if you really want it, if it's what you really want and just seeking out. It's There's never a dumb question. There's no dumb question. There's no such thing as that. Always ask, always reach out. If you see somebody that's doing something that you want to do, ask, don't be afraid. I know for me, um, I love talking to, to my family, to my friends, to people who ask about how did you get into this university? Why did you apply? How does if you like to be there it's always great to reach out back because you see yourself in those kids you see yourself in that stages where you were wondering what you were doing if you were capable of doing it. and you're there now and I'm there now and I'm very happy to talk to students and that's why I did an internship this summer with the Northwestern Hospital and um, I was helping students in high school at George Westinghouse High School uh, develop uh, their interest in the medical field and so it was always great to see yourself through these students who are wanting to take those steps they're just finding the tools and you are a tool yourself I consider myself a tool for other students as well and so it's never it's never too late don't forget to ask questions reach out network uh ask 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 because you're never going to receive a no and if you do receive a no that's okay there's there's a lot of yeses out there as well i mean thank you so much for the contribution and you also mentioned that one of your, your mentor is uh, alexandra maruska yeah, yeah that's uh part of my uh, board his dream board director she's the vice chair of that organization the board um Talking about, um, you said, you also mentioned that you're going to have so many no's in your lives and people, so many people are so afraid of that. They dread that. 
Um, I know when I started my business as a Nigerian and being being different in the in the community, I'm different. So nobody wanted to take me seriously or recognize the fact because the procession that we had in the United States for over a long period of time. Even with that procession or setback that we're not good enough, we cannot produce as good as others and they don't believe in it. I never let that set me down. I've had hundreds of no's. Out of 100, no, I only have one yes, and that one yes came from someone that was even also wanting to give me the opportunity to be my best. I took that and I nailed it. Now I have so many yes. From having zero yes out of 100, you having like 120 yes, 3,000 yes. I mean, email, I can't even keep up with my stuff. As I believe anyone can also do it. You just want to believe in yourself and keep proving your point until the right person see you. Out of 100 no that you have, you have one yes. Is that one yes that you need anyway? That one yes that you needed, and you can take that one year, make it a million years, and everyone will appreciate it because if you don't succeed, no one will see you. If you succeed, everyone will celebrate you. Until you succeed, nobody will celebrate you. We all want to be a winner. But do you have what it takes? Can you do what it takes to be a winner? That's what sets us apart from those who are not winning. But I believe everyone can be what they want to be. And that boils me by, I'm going to shift gear right now towards you. There's so much division among black race, especially the men and women. Black women are not respecting their black men. Black men don't respect black men. I walk around right now, I, want to, I say, how you doing, sir? I say, what the fuck are you looking at? I'm so, forgive my English. That's exactly, I'm just making the perfect example. Hey, how you doing, my brother? What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. You know, you want to knock me out. I want to show you love. And it was creating that animosity among black. How can we resolve that? And I know you felt some animosity towards me when I saw you. I saw it. I knew that would change if I continued to promote love towards you. And eventually you saw that and you reciprocated and embraced me. How can we discourage that behavior among black community? And because of that, we're pointing finger to the wrong people to be our problem instead of recognizing the problem. What can we do to promote love within us so that we can transfer love to others, so that we can be loved? It's important to learn how to put yourself first. Put yourself first. Put yourself first. Understand that you matter. You deserve this. You deserve better. You deserve to go more. You deserve to go further. You deserve to do it. You deserve to put your best version of you forward so that I can be the best version of you when I talk to somebody else. Wow. Learn how to put yourself first. So our life actually matters right from the day we're born. <clears throat> we need to also recognize that. Yes. Wow. But you deserve it. Understand that it, this this world this is an airplane that's crashing. Mm-hmm. Just to say in the worst case scenario, the airplane is a, the world's airplane is crashing. We have to learn how to put our own mask on first to breathe in front for ourselves. To save others. Mm-hmm. To save others. Mm-hmm. And that, that part is self-care, mm-hmm. self-love, eating properly, mm-hmm. putting your like this. Exercise is more of a mental health than it is physical health. Mm-hmm. And learn how to accept that and that. share that mm-hmm. and move with that. Mm-hmm. And the second part is once I'm able to love myself and push myself first, further, now that I learn how to love myself mm-hmm. and I put myself first, now I know how to love you mm-hmm. and communicate. Now, the second part, how to create the division is to learn how to properly communicate. Mm-hmm. Understand that we, don't, we may not agree all the time, but you know what? My 
communication gotta be right. is open it's, the door mm-hmm. to get at least receive your start care. a small talk. Come yeah. on, don't always assume. Don't don't fill in the blank. Don't assume that I, I, I am no nobody. Don't assume that I think I'm better than you. Don't assume that oh he's tripping. Just be open minded. You know, start a conversation. Hey, how you doing? You know, someone say hello. Say hello back. There's no there's no ulterior motive. Let, you know, let's look at the know, word assume. Yeah. Let me use your, your words. Yes, Excuse sir. my English. Mm-hmm. A-S-S-U-M-E. Mm-hmm. If you assume, you make an ass out of you, mm-hmm. and you make an ass out of you and me. Mm. Assume. Don't assume that somebody doesn't know anything. Exactly. Don't yes. assume the person can't speak to you. Yes. Don't assume that this person is in a role in which they are. Don't assume that you are just from what you are from. Mm-hmm. Let's assume that we all can be greater than who we are. True. That's procession. It's everything is procession. How you perceive different human being. What perspective do you have about that? You know, just like you're looking at it also from a, a different ethnic city group, and you see how we relate, and you see how you know your culture relates to our culture. Everything's always beefy, animosity, and whatever. Do you believe that we all can unite and be respectful to each other? Definitely, definitely respecting the differences, allowing the differences, but also allowing the similarities. You know. Mm-hmm. We all bleed the same. We all breathe the same. You know, it's it's as part of uh, being a, a nurse. It's you see that you know your care is equitable towards everybody. You have to be equitable towards yeah, everybody. Duty on, duty on. You have to be respectful, mm-hmm. like you said. Love yourself so you can love others. I appreciate love what that. you do. Be passionate about what you do so that you can be passionate towards others. And they see that. They could see that. They see through you, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. They see through your heart. They see through your care. They see through your work ethic. And it's just as important to love each other the, the way we are, the differences, the similarities, and everything in between. Appreciate that value. So I think what you love is what you treat correctly, and what you hate is what you mistreat. So I believe that we all can unite and do something better in our society. Start trusting. You know, stop filling in the blank. Get to know people. Start a small conversation. Give people a chance. Be patient. Stop reacting. Instead, respond to things. You know, um, when you need help, ask for help. Don't just assume that they're not going to help you. Get out of your bubble and do something different. Build positive ally. So to that, we're going to end the episode today because time of the essence, because I know you guys uh, have many places to go. You're going back to school. I am Mm -hmm. very appreciative of you, and I I, want to say thank you for taking the opportunity offered by Born His Dream, and I want to thank you for being a friend and for adding value to the community. And uh, as a personal trainer, keep changing lives. Yes. And uh, as a student, keep learning. Never stop learning. The bar, the sky is the limit. Set your bar hard. Look for the help to attain it. You know, I want to say thank you. Whatever you decide to do after this moment, make it purposeful and make it fact that it's going to add impact for the next generation. Thank you so much for being part of this Aboard His Dream podcast episode four. Remember that you are who you say you are. You are who you say you are. For you to be able to be anything, for anyone to be able to be anything that you want to see, you have to be what you want to see in everyone. Be the change. Be what you want to see in everyone. Be the change.